What up, what up? Welcome to Crown and Stitch, the official fitted hats podcast that you need in your life. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you like. Make sure you hit that star if you're on Spotify. Leave us a review if you're on iTunes. We're about to get into some fitted hat conversations. My name is Nick Ingvall, and I'm with my guys, Dexter and Keith, to talk about hats, man. Hats. What's good, fellas? How you guys doing? I'm We're not only here to talk about hats. <laughs> Time to put Nick on the hot seat. That's right. I'm going to ask Nick some questions today. That's right. That's right. All the questions. So we're going to do a little little bit different of an episode. I'm going to uh, answer some questions, let you get to know myself better than maybe you have so far listening to the first, what are we, 15 or so episodes into the show? But uh, This is uh, 19. 19. Okay. Okay. God damn. Yeah. We got to celebrate hard okay. the next one. Yeah, we're going. The That's big right. 2-0. So uh, before before I, I s- step onto the hot seat, I'm going to share a few pickups recently because I can basically. So uh, if you're a Giants fan, this is a long time coming. I've been waiting to get this. Oh yeah, Richmond Flying Squirrels, nice. just your basic minor league team, but a double A affiliate for the Giants. I've been wanting one of these for a long time. I had one back in the day. Uh, and it just got destroyed. So as many of my hats from 10, 15, 20 years ago did. Uh, next one. This was uh this was a mall pickup recently. Big league chew. Ooh, that's... Swing and sour apple giants uh, from lids. And it was on sale. And it was on sale. I mean, there you go. I got to be honest. Like this color is way too bright for me. I'm probably not going to wear this, <laughs> but it was $30. And I, I loved big league chew when I was a kid. So, you know. Kind of just got hooked into the nostalgia for it, but hey, if you do wear it, keep that thirty dollar patch on there. <laughs> let everybody know. <laughs> Don't take it off. Don't take it off. Um, and uh, last, but this is a pickup that came in and uh, kind of slipped by. The Oakland A's Hat Club. This is from the Beer Pack, and honestly, I don't remember what beer this is. Do you know? Because I have the uh, I have Dexter's. the Anchor Steam Giants one, and I can't think of what. So what beer the this only is. beer I can think of that looks like that is probably um, Sierra Nevada has a hazy little thing can that looks like hella bright like that. And the only other beer that I could think of that's Oakland would be like Federation, right, or Temescal maybe. Don't they have uh, a, a true Temescal. Temescal. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, Sierra Nevada is not in a, a, a local brewery like that. Well, it's not like in the city. I just looked it up. Let's see if this is the right one. What's the uh, What's the beer garden place that's, that's that opened? I don't know. There's hell of them. Damn it doesn't it doesn't tell you on the damn site. We I'd have to watch a whole recap to to get the yeah. the juice on that. But but a rare yeah. pickup for me because it's it's not a Giants hat. So, but I was gonna say I was a little surprised when you pulled out the A's hat. Well, I was actually trying to get it for for Julie, who's in the Discord. Uh, but her size sold out, and Cam you saw that eight sitting there. Yeah, Cam was Cam was on <laughs> on her. You know, she got a Hat Club account now too, so she'd be getting the notifications, and you know, it's like yeah, that's a good colorway. I I, I fuck with the colors so. 
I don't, I don't, I don't see myself wearing anything. I mean, I've had ace hats for a long time. I just don't wear them. So I, I don't see myself wearing too many teams outside of Bay Area sports teams. So can't, can't be mad at it though. Still a good pickup. That's, that's a nice one. I, I feel like this show has, has, uh, has opened my world of fitteds because now I'm, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get hats that I, I know I probably won't wear, but I like them a lot. So I'll get them and be like, well, you know, like I can't wear a Montreal Expos hat or a Detroit Tigers hat. That's just me personally. Sure you can. Wow. You can you wear it right here yeah, on the show. Saying, you ain't got to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> I just have it in the background. That's what I need to do. We need to get a little here. Here's the hat that Nick won't wear off the show, but it'll be right here in the collection. <laughs> but. So that's 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 a few of the recent pickups. Um, yeah. I, also, I would say that this show has has cost me a few, yeah, a, yeah, a, a lot of money because even at thirty dollars on sale, I feel like I'm <laughs> I feel like I'm about fifty over the number of hats that I would have bought without yeah. doing this show. So seriously, <laughs> man, I, I had to pump the brakes a little bit. I was like, man, this is getting a little out of control. Let me uh, let me take a little month hiatus from uh from trying to cop because it's hard with the notifications keep popping up though. Like I still get all the hat crawler notifications, all the Twitter notifications. It's like yeah, see, seeing all the drops every day. It's like, I see stuff I like all the time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I had to do that with shoes and I'm like, so now I've just, I've had to do it with the, with the, with the hats now. Like I know I pulled out five on the last one and I still got about seven or eight from hella long ago. I just haven't put on. So I, I got some in the, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Yeah. Y'all gonna get some hats. That's new pickups that you just ain't seen. They're new to you, okay? But we can't we can't afford to do this every week, okay? Unless y'all want to start, you know, donating some money. You know, we got K- KPAL, PayPal, Cash App, Zelle. You know what I'm saying? Start sending you some hats. You need to start posting in. the hats on your. Uh, you need to start posting your hats on OnlyFans, <laughs> right? Hey, how much should I charge them? Only though, hat you know? fans. Only hat fans. Uh, like fifty five, sixty dollars. However much they cost for them to buy oh, a new one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh man, just to look at the hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hold on, real quick though. I know we got to do these twenty questions, but Nick, you put out the flying squirrel hat, and I was thinking, what would you do if you saw a flying squirrel fly past you in real life? I was just thinking, like, dude, that would be terrifying. (laughs) Like, I see a bird kind of fly a little low, and I'd be like, whoa, hold on, dude. Like a flying squirrel, man, that would be that'd be insane. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I mean. That's question number one. Yeah, for real. Like that's that, that's got me. Uh, I mean, one, I probably follow him around. I I come get the hat, follow him around, and be like, "Yo, this shit is real life, dog." Like, <laughs> you ain't like, never seen this before. Right <laughs> the greatest selfie ever, right? Nick and two flying squirrels. <laughs> I mean, that would be crazy oh. though. Like, I'd be freaked out. Yeah, seriously, dude. Like they're like little flying carpets. But I would probably just Where like I, I would feel like, oh my god, I have to get a picture of this shit because nobody is believing this shit right here. Seriously. Where could you even find a flying squirrel? Like I don't even know where they are. They're definitely not in Sacramento, that's for sure. I mean, now the decks are asked, I feel like they just sneak up on you. You don't even know, you know? <laughs> they just incognito. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Richmond, I guess. No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm trying to look it up, but I, I can't really see. It doesn't say. Oh, there's 50 different species of them. Cool. Oh, that's a that's a lot of flying yeah. squirrels. Also, Keith, the hats fire. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good one. This is actually a snapback. This is a, a Chance the Rapper collaboration with the Chicago White Sox. They did a new era hat. It has a little name on the side, but that's dope. Yeah, that's clean. I got it on eBay. It was it was an eBay pickup, and it was pretty cheap. I got it for like twenty five bucks or something like that. So damn. Yeah. Thank Very you, sir. Nice. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. But back to the uh, to the man of the hour here for the Nick Inball episode. I'm gonna start off with question number one. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. If you had to choose between never buying another sneaker and never buying another fitted hat or any hat in general, which would you choose? Ah, uh, see, I, I'm 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 cutting off sneakers. I feel like I got enough sneakers to last me however long I need to last. And honestly, like I'd be okay with just wearing one sneaker, but fit is man. I mean, just, just like I would wear a black and orange giants fitted every day for the rest of my life. I mean, that's pretty much been my uniform for the first 43 years, but you know, side patches bring you to a whole new level, right? Like I got world series every you know, 2010, 2012, 2014, 89, got all-star patches, got Jackie Robinson patches, got, you know, all-star game, all-star game. Yeah. Like, I I mean, I just, I I can't see myself not wanting to buy the new fitteds. That's been like more regular long-term for me. Like Dexter and I talked about it in probably the first episode. I used to just get a new giants hat on field giants hat every, every season. Right. Like, Every year. I mean, I'm buying so many hats that I don't necessarily pick up specifically the on-field version (laughs) anymore. But, like, it was just, like, that was, like, the... That was, like, made me feel like baseball season was here. So, I'm I'm, I'm ditching sneakers, sticking with what I got. That was surprising. I mean, I'm also thinking of it like I have, you know, 1,500 pairs of shoes. So, it's... It's a sickness. Like, don't ever be like me, kids. Don't ever. Don't stop collecting. Don't. Don't even. It's not worth it. It's more of a headache at this point in my life than not. But, and I wear the same damn pairs that I leave at the front door. So it, you know. Or kids, if you do buy the sneakers, just don't buy a size twelve. Leave it for me. Thank you. <laughs> and me, please. All right. Question number two. Would you rather be attacked by 30 spider-sized lions or three lion-sized spiders? But there's a twist. You get to pick a carryable weapon of your choice to defend yourself. You have to be able to carry it. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm a Leo, so I'm going to say bring on the lions. Well, it's thirty spider-sized lions. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like we'd be friends. They would. We would just spit game to each other, you know. Oh, okay. Roll on like it's nothing. <laughs> Should I add starving, <laughs> hungry? <laughs> I mean, three giant ass spiders. I feel like I wouldn't. I wouldn't survive that shit. I feel like the shock of that. You know, we were talking about the the flying squirrels, lion-sized spiders. Uh, 
I might as well just start crying now, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd probably go yeah, the same that's, route. That's as all you. bad. That's all bad. At least, at least spider-sized lions. You know, like I'm thinking, if I could. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about talking about a, a Goliath, <laughs> uh, bird-eating tarantula, yeah. where they're big nah. as a dinner plate. Okay. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> You get 30 of them on you. Lions, you're done, dude. <laughs> they each could take a finger I like off. that one. Seriously. Be a slow death. <laughs> you didn't say what weapon. You, 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 ain't, you ain't picking a weapon? You, you, going, you going against 30 little little lions with, with these? I probably, man. I feel like I would just make shit worse with a weapon. Okay. It's not my style. I'm not getting messed. <laughs> man of man of peace. All right. Uh, what is it? Question number three? Yeah. Four? Three. All right. Uh, if you could go back and be present in any time in history, what would you choose? Uh, um, I mean, the, you could pick like an event too. Like it could be an event, a time period. Yeah. If, so the one thing that I regret not doing that I should have done was go to DC when Obama was inaugurated, when he was sworn in. That would have been something I would have been. I'd have been really. I mean, I was disappointed that I didn't go, but I was stoked to be watching it. You know, like it was it was an emotional thing from a distance. But if I could have gone, if I could go back and go, that would be the one thing that I feel like I missed. A missed opportunity for me. Good answer. All right. Number four. If you had to pick one utensil, spork, knife, or fork to use for the rest of your life when you eat, which one? Or you can give up a hand for a spork. Ooh. Ooh. I mean. That's out. <laughs> one utensil to eat for the rest of your life. I mean, look, man. I've had so much Taco Bell in my life. I already know how to use a spork for anything I need to use a spork for. So I'm going with the spork, but I'm not giving up the hand. <laughs> you got to give a hand up for it. That's the only way you get the spork. You uh, got to have a basic utensil. Fork, knife, or spoon for everything. Oh, you want a steak? You want to eat it with a spoon? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want soup today? You're not wagoo, feeling man. so good, huh? Oh, you want that knife? Are you going to eat knife? Are you soup with a knife, huh? Hey, you know, uh, what is it? Federation eats eats uh, eats their soup with a fork, so you know, man. <laughs> uh, God damn, I gotta go spoon. I think. I feel like I could at least have a chance to cut through things with a spoon, even though it would take me days. Yeah, but it sure would. A fork, not be look, not being able to to you know. Have me some, you know, finish up my ramen. Give me some clam chowder. I can't, I can't do that with a fork, you know. Plus, I mean, you don't even need a utensil for a burrito. You're gonna be all exactly. right. Exactly. See, yeah. <laughs> Burritos forever. Then there you go. <laughs> all right, Nick. Uh, if you could have one superpower, which would you choose and why? Uh. I don't know if this is a superpower. It's not a superpower like seen it in Marvel or DC Comics or something like that. But I would like to be able to actually talk with animals. Like I'd like to be able to speak and communicate with animals. That would be my super dream superpower. Because 
look, man, we're human. Humans are arrogant and ignorant. Like we think we're the best on the planet, but I don't think so. I think if we could actually communicate with animals, we'd be like, damn, these motherfuckers got us. <laughs> You're going to be like that kid from, uh, Encanto, the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Talking to animals. Yep. There you go. Yep. Dr. Nick Doolittle. <laughs> All right. What, this is what? Number five here. Yes. I'm the odd guy. Okay. Um, let's see what we got here. All right. You can have an all expense trip anywhere on earth. Where would you go? But you have to leave right now in what you're wearing. Head to toe. You can't put anything else on. Ah, shit. Well, I don't have shoes on, so it's going to be tough. Better go somewhere tropical. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Tokyo. I I always wanted to go to Japan. I I figure I'll, I'll make it work, you know? It's some dirty ass at least socks. right. Yeah, it's going to be some dirty ass socks, but like it's hot out there right now, you know, so I'd be OK. Shorts, T-shirt most of the time. But yeah, that's a great question, like though. One. I'm, I'm going to be thinking that about is. that one later. I'll be like, damn, I'm going to I'm going to wear shoes around the house just in case somebody asks me that again. <laughs> I got my shoes on just in case. <laughs> uh, all right, Nick. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could only bring three things with you, what would you choose? What would those three things be? It can't be humans. Yeah, see, I can't. I can't be answering that, that one now because Dexter, Dexter dropped the bomb. Like he, that was the that was the gold standard for the answer. Um, I mean, look, I'm I'm definitely bringing the giant's fitted because I need to shade my eyes. You know, can't be out there just going blind and shit. Uh. Man, that's crazy. I'm probably bringing like a, I mean, I don't know if I'd have phone service on a deserted island, but I would bring like a, I'd bring a phone so I had either like books, books to read or or books to listen to, audio books. Um, How are you going to charge it? You're going to bring a charger as a third? I don't know, Actually, man. Maybe, maybe that's the other thing is a, a solar charger. Like I'll bring a solar charger and a, a solar charger, my phone and a giant's hat. I'll be like, uh, you know, Gabe Kapler out there just suntanning my balls all the time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. This is number seven right now. I think. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is the first video game you remember playing? Uh, Pong with my dad and my uncle on the Sony. Oh, damn. Sony and in, in television. Sony. Yeah. I mean, it's the first, definitely the first, first video game I ever played. Um, this is old school, old school. This is pre Nintendo, pre Atari. It was like, I think it was the Intellivision, but I, I'm I might be wrong on Intellivision that. Television was made by Mattel. <clears throat> Pretty sure it was a Sony thing, but it was definitely Pong because I remember playing that for hours with my dad. I was I was a little kid, you know, but he lived with my uncle at the time, and uh, my uncle worked for 
uh, warehouse records back then. And that's, that's how oh, he got shit. to connect. So he got it hooked. Uh, this is like that's throwback the early eighties, you know? So yeah, it was, it was, it was something. It was like, what, what is this? You know, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. exactly for hours hours forever yep. yep all right uh number eight would you rather have someone give you a hundred thousand dollars in twenty dollar bills or a million dollars in pennies oh it was a hundred thousand in twenties you said yes yes oh uh, man <laughs> <laughs> That's you take oh, mill, right? man. well so yeah you gotta go with the million but i'm gonna i'm gonna ask if i can have it delivered after it cools off because in sacramento has been is about to be 112 this this weekend so bring it to me after that way if it has to be in the sun i don't have to deal with it burning my skin when i try to put it in something to take it to the bank <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to hand roll roll them by hand they're gonna have to <laughs> Back right. a, a dump truck in your in your backyard yeah. or something. Seriously. <laughs> hey man, just give me like a hundred thousand pennies. I'd do it all for you. <laughs> right. I know that's what I'm thinking too. Like there's no way I'm going for the hundred thousand when I could have ten times that, you know. <laughs> You're gonna be rolling for the next like sixty years of your life. Yeah. That's cool, man. It's all good. <laughs> give me something to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um uh, I have to use one in the in the text thread. Oh, I like this one. This is number nine. What fictional place would you like to visit, and why? Fictional. You probably place. thought about this one since you dropped it in the in the thread. I would like to visit. <laughs> uh, man. This is tough, man. There's so many good ones. I would probably. Man, there's so many good animated movies that I would like to go to those places. Man, I'd probably go. I'd probably go like Avatar. And I was just about to say Pandora and yep. Pandora. I mean, I feel like, I feel like that's the one that I keep coming back to. There's a lot of good ones out there that I would, I would definitely be happy with, but that's the one that keeps coming back to my head. So I'll go with that one. It's a good answer. Uh, this is number 10, right? Uh, let's switch it up. All right. What's, what's the craziest scar you have and how did you get it? Oh, good one. Uh, It's tough. It's a tie between two. So, uh, on my, on the top of my, uh, I think it's my left foot. I have like just a real small scar, but it's like maybe the size of like, you know, like a dime, not even half a dime. And, uh, it was because I was running home from the neighbor's house. We lived kind of on the edge of town. So like there was like kind of fields, little bit of fields in between like our house and the neighbor's house. And like, 
Um, it was when we lived up in Oregon and I was running home to actually watch a Giants game. And uh, this is probably like, probably like eight, nine years old. And I caught my leg on barbed wire and it tripped me and it just dug right in. So I had like a, oh. yeah. Um, so it's, it's pretty small now years, you know, decades later, but it's, you Damn. can still see it. The other one <clears throat> would be on my right knee. Uh, I, I was living with friends in uh, West Sacramento. We lived kind of in this at, at the time. It was like a really fancy, like gated neighborhood. And we just rented a big ass house, a group of us. And uh, I was skateboarding through downtown all the time. So like we were, we were kind of just, you know, uh, always like, you know, you, you didn't want to drive across the river just to go downtown and, and grab dinner or whatever. So I would, I would ride my skateboard all over the place. My roommate, Mike got, uh, a long board it was like right when they came out, you know, like, I don't know, 2000, early two thousands or something, mid two thousands. He got this long board and we, we live like down the street from the levee that kind of keeps the Sacramento river in place. Right. And he got the long board and he, you know, like I was like, I was like, we were riding it in the street, just checking it out. Feels totally different. But I, I was like, Oh, I feel like I could get around on this. This is pretty cool. So my dumbass went up to the top of the levee, tried to ride down the hill, and I actually made it all the way down to where it started to level out. But I clipped a manhole cover and it just twisted the board and sent me flying. So like my whole oh, damn, I had like road rash on my arm, uh, road rash on my leg, on my and my my knee itself got like scraped up pretty good. Um, Actually, man, you know what? I I gotta I gotta I gotta nix both of those. I gotta go with a different a different one. The craziest story about a scar that I have, I have similar like situation where it's like right along my knee, basically. I kind of have like these like scrapes that just never went away, basically. So they're like you can kind of see the lines from it. When I was about ten years old, uh, I was riding home from the Seven Eleven. Uh, 89 Donruss baseball cards, you know, Griffey rookie. I bought, I've spent all my money. I had been mowing lawns in the neighborhood. I spent all my money and I bought like 12 packs of cards and I was carrying them in my hands and riding the bike at the same time. Oh God. And I crossed over and like, I was good. Like I was almost home. This is probably like a mile or mile or two ride. And I clipped a little bit of gravel and the cards went flying, you know, like cartoon style cards went flying, lost them. I didn't get a Griffey, by the way. I still haven't got that card. So if you want to send me one as a consolation gift for this story <laughs> uh, address, uh, just hit me. Um, but I have I have like these streaks on my like these like long. They're small, but they're like long extended scars because I, I slid onto the gravel and it just like scraped like, you know, across the side of my leg around my knee but you know it is what it is good stories to have so i'm thankful for them in hindsight you deserve you deserve a grippy for that <laughs> the grippy rookie well now now, now we know it's only worth like two bucks or something back then exactly. you thought it was worth like yeah. 50 you know <laughs> yeah um all right this is what 11 yeah yeah 
All right. What's one thing you are unbeatable at or you think you're unbeatable at? Ooh. Unbeatable. I mean, I don't know if this is really like a, a, a competitive thing, but you you be you be pressed to to try to stump me on some sneaker knowledge. I've been doing this shit for so long and obsessed with it for so long that it's like a curse at this point. You know, I think about things that nobody should be thinking about, about shoes that came out 25, 30 years ago. Um, so that, that's that's probably What's Tinker it. Hatfield's wife's name. <laughs> yeah, that I wouldn't know. Damn, on the spot. <laughs> Could you imagine? I don't know hey, either. I don't yo, know if, if I know some stuff like that, I'd be like, "Yo, this guy needs to not be. They need to. They need to put like you know, restraining order on this dude." For real. But, yeah, that would be a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. If you had to listen to one song on repeat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh. Well, the two songs that I that I listen to the most on repeat are Tupac's "Hit 'Em Up" and uh, "Rage Against the Machine." Kill him. Uh, but I'd probably go something a little bit less <laughs> aggravated and say. Oh man, this is so tough. I'd probably say Dear Mama. Like I could listen Solid to that song answer. and be like all up in my feelings and and it'll send you one way or the other, you know? So and I'd never I'll like never it. get tired of it. We're at thirteen right now. Mm-hmm. If you could bring back a fashion trend, what would it be and why? Uh, I mean, I don't really care about that kind of stuff, to be honest, but I, I'm, I'm still wearing pretty, pretty baggy dickies. <laughs> so well, I guess baggy jeans, baggy, whatever, whatever it looked like in the, you know, 2003 with, you know, four XL white tees and jerseys <laughs> and there you uh, go. The anchor blue beyond baggies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, fourteen now, right? Let's yep. see. Let's go back to a hat question. I'm gonna ask you the same one I asked Dexter last episode. Uh, in twenty years, where do you see hat culture? Uh, so I hope it's where Dexter said, where we've got like hats are like a the the next generation of like record stores, right? You know, just people that really care about this stuff. I think they're going to be, there's going to be some interesting stuff that happens both in like digital metaverse type stuff, but also in like print your own customizable hats. Like I think in 20 years we'll be able to buy a printer that could potentially print our clothes or our hats the way we buy a printer now or a 3d printer now that can, can make us, you know, a little plastic thing. So that's where I hope it gets to, uh, or, you know, 
Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's how I would say that. I hope it gets to that point. I can see that. Be interesting. I could definitely see that. But I'm also totally cool if technology never moves forward on on that kind of stuff and we just have like chill ass spots that we go, you know, support the local hat dealer type things. I think that that's like how I'd like to see everything be, but I mean the hats haven't the technology in hats hasn't really gone too far in right it hasn't changed in a long time a yeah. very long time it's just they just throwing side patches on and putting different <laughs> colors on but the yeah. hat itself has been the same for at least 25 30 years you know yeah at least yeah ever since that batterman came on the scene <laughs> uh yep. what is this 15 or 17 15 15 all right i'm, I'm gonna throw a hat one at you if you were not allowed for whatever reason to wear a giant's hat or its affiliates, but you could still wear a hat every day and you could wear unlimited amounts of this team and their affiliates, colors, whatever you want, but you can't go giants or any of their affiliates. Where are you going? Uh, probably go Mariners, man. Mariners got great colors, always great memories for me, Griffey. Yeah. All the affiliates are pretty good too. Like uh, that's probably my, my next choice. All right. Uh, top three shows of all time, Nick. Oh shit. Here we go. Um, top three shows of all time. Well, I'm not going to say anything that Dexter said because that's repeating things, but The Wire should be on the list. Jeopardy probably should be on the list. Uh, recently, man, Ted Lasso, like the corny, over-the-top positivity, I'm here for it. I think the world needs it. So I'm, I'm going to put that at, let's say, number three for now. Uh... Number two, man, probably going like NBA on TNT because it's just good. You know, those guys are just having fun. Number one show. I'm going to regret saying whatever I say because I'm going to think of something later tonight and wish I didn't say this. But... What do I watch the most? I mean, honestly, like I I never thought I would be into it. But man, I really fuck with Game of Thrones. Like in a way that I just like I'm never into like that fantasy world stuff, like not a Harry Potter fan, nothing like that, but for some reason Game of Thrones got me like hooked big time. And I watched it multiple times. I've probably seen the whole thing four, four or five times. Like that's how many Damn, times. Damn, that I, many, huh? Yeah, like I watch. I, I, I like nerded out on the hardcore, and I'd never do that with TV shows because I don't know. I don't even watch that much TV. But that's some dedication right there. Yeah. So you're it, watching it just, that the new one they have, like the prequel. Uh, I ha- I haven't even watched it yet. That's the weird part. Uh, like it's I, I'm I'm like into it. And I want to, but I just don't watch things. But that's why it was so weird because Game of Thrones, like. I remember watching it and then like I would meet 
I would find out friends hadn't watched it. I'd be like, oh, yo, let's let's just every Thursday, let's let's do an episode or two. And they would come by and we, you know, make tacos or something and, and watch at, at my spot. And I don't know what it was about that show, but like, man, it, it got me. And it's like, I will definitely regret saying that because there's definitely shows that I like more old school shows, especially. But for some reason, that one just sticks in my head. And, and like, it was it was good. It was really good. Hey, since you guys both mentioned it, too, I'm like four episodes away from finishing The Wire. And it's the first time I've ever watched it. Amazing show. That's right. Damn, I had a question. I can't go off the top of my head, and I can't remember what the hell it was. <sighs> All right, I've got to dig in the crates. Um, what is this, 17? Mm-hmm. All right, I got to come with some good stuff right here. What's the last thing you did for the first time? Last thing I did for the first time. Wow, that's a tough question. (laughs) I honestly can't think of. I guess the last thing that stands out in my mind is, uh, you know, I I have a Honda Element and uh, I built like a bed, a folding bed platform for the back so we can sleep in the car and camp wherever we want to. Um, and actually I'm a witness and yeah, actually, uh, about, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half ago we went and, uh, we were down in Monterey Carmel area and we literally just like found a spot parks on the side of the road, put the little, you know, you know, window shades up and, uh, yeah, it was Fucking dope, man. Wake up to the ocean breeze and yeah. That's the last thing. Sounds like a good that time. That is dope for real, man. That's that's yeah, yeah. I get you a uh a Volkswagen bus, do the same thing, right? Ooh. One of them twenty one or twenty three window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be epic, man. My family used man. to have a bus when we were when we were young. Like all the kids in the back. Yeah, it was it was crazy. What what questions is eighteen you got? Yeah, there's gonna be 18 right here. All right, so I got one left. Uh, I got, I got a good one too. <laughs> yeah, come hard. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, this is this is probably uh, probably gonna sound hypocritical, but just being respectful of of my time, people will. I don't think people ever understand like the amount of work that I do and the, the amount of time that I spend working, you know, you guys do, we talk about it, but like, just, just to run you through like a week schedule for me, I wake up typically four, four thirty. I am either at very latest, I'm working on the clock from 6am until at least 3pm. And then I have two freelance gigs that I work after that technically three freelance gigs that I work after that. I also have three podcasts a week that I record. Yep. Editing those podcasts, you know, editing the YouTube videos for some of them, 
you know, just like not even counting like the days that we do community calls twice a month in the, in the discord. Like I have basically one night a week and most of my Sunday that is like my free time, but I also record Sunday nights. So my biggest pet peeve is when people will like not respect that or act as if I'm blowing them off because I don't have time. And it's not like a personal thing. Like I'm, I'm grinding right now. Like I'm looking at this, like, this is my future. How do I make it work? And I'm putting in the work, but beyond that, like the, the like lack of respect for people's time in terms of like scheduling things, like when you're in like a, a work environment, when people have access to your calendar and they can schedule a meeting with you, but they don't look at your calendar and they'll just put, put something on your calendar and be like, yo, I scheduled a meeting for this time or the other. And you're like, well, I already have something at that time because it's just a, it's a back and forth. that doesn't need to happen. And even with new people that you meet, like when people will say open-endedly, Hey, can we catch up sometime? Like, Yes, but if you're specific about the time that you want to catch up, then I can tell you yes or no, and I can say, cool, Thursday at 2 p.m. works for me, but it doesn't work for me this week, but let's do Thursday at 2 p.m. next week. So just kind of being aware of of your time and, and the people's time that you're taking in terms of communicating, you know, like I feel like I feel like it's not that difficult to just be like super upfront about things because it makes everybody's life easier. But I feel like not very many people do it. Communication is key. Yeah. Very similar to my answer right there for sure. All right. This is question number 19, right? This is my last question. Mm-hmm. This is perfect follow up to what you just said. And I came with it before. I swear to God, this is just <laughs> we're all starting to get here. Yo, we're we're we're, we're coming together like Voltron or the Power Ranger uh, thing. Um. If you could clone yourself, but you could only give that clone one task to do, and it could do that task just as easy or just the same way you do it, what would you have it do? And also, would you even accept the clone? Also, don't get yourself in trouble with the answer here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would would definitely accept a clone because there's plenty of stuff that I do – in various, various work for me that like is not exciting to me at this point, you know, like writing for instance, um, for various people in various places is not as enjoyable as it once was because I'd rather be doing this podcast. So if I could have that work done by my clone and we could record more often on the podcast and, and do the YouTube videos, that's what I would do. Damn, Damn, we're going what? next level because Dexter, that ties right into my next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Out of the three podcasts that you record, which one is your favorite? Oh, oh. damn. That's, uh, that's terrible. Man. You can't, you, can't, spot. you can't ask somebody what their favorite kid is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's tough because uh, – I think that like this wouldn't be like, we wouldn't be as, as like smooth flowing with this. If I didn't do sneaker history for 
four or five years. But sneaker history wouldn't be, I wouldn't have gotten that off the ground had I not done outside the box since like 2015 or whatever. Um, and like, you know, exhaust notes is absolutely a blast for me because it forces me to do something that I enjoy outside of the podcast. And that's watch the race. So like, I don't, I would not in my normal life, I might not make time to watch the race, but because I'm going to talk about the race, you know, either the Sunday or Monday after it happens, I force myself to do it in a, in a way that like I'd never have before, which is, has been really cool. Um, so it's really difficult to, 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 to say one, I think right now, you know, it's tough to, to sneaker history has evolved the community that has evolved into the community that, that makes this possible. Right. So it's hard to say that that's not my favorite because that's the one that brought everybody together originally. Now, 10 years from now, when we've got five or 10 different podcasts that are bringing all sorts of new people together and we're doing all sorts of, you know, exciting new shit, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe we got a Giants podcast and we just nerd out about the Giants, you know, like I, I would love to do that, you know. So um, but I think I think I got to say sneaker history because it's really brought the community together and the people, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean. Meetups, all that stuff like, you know, that stuff just wouldn't happen and we wouldn't be doing this stuff if we didn't have that to start it all off. So this is true. Man, you're a champ. That was a super low blow question. That was like semi joking, and, and you still answer, bro. You're the, you're the man for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's that's a tough question though because you know, like I love all this shit a lot, and I love talking to you guys. You know, like I have so much fun with this. It's tough too because sneaker history typically takes a little longer. There's four of us on there. It's harder to get us together. So like the headaches are are more frequent doing the sneaker history show. But, you know, you get to see the results of, of you know, years of, of consistency with it. And that makes me realize, like, yo, we can do this. Like, here, we could do this with exhaust notes. You know, like, I've been I've been talking to Bobby and, and MLP about doing another kind of nostalgia-type show um, around collecting and, and chasing, you know, collectibles and, and sneakers and sporting stuff, sports goods and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, man, it's a... It's, uh, so I feel like I feel like uh, you, sneaker history is the jumping off point. It, it might not be the perfect sneaker podcast by any means, but it's fun. We figured out how to do it. We didn't really have anybody teaching us how to do it. We just kind of I just fucked around and like messed it up for a few years and then finally got it to work right. You know, so uh, that one's definitely tough to say anything bad about. But um, but. If you haven't, now that we've wrapped up the questions, if you haven't joined, hit the link in the description wherever you're watching or listening to this. You can join the Discord, Sneaker History, Crown and Stitch, Exhaust Notes. We got all sorts of fun stuff. We just did a snack exchange. People sent me snacks from Seattle. I sent snacks to Danden in, in L.A., uh, Torrance, and... Yeah, it was it was a blast. So if you're down to uh, be a part of the community, definitely check it out because we've got like all sorts of fun stuff in there, but all sorts of like stuff to make it a little easier too. all the hat crawler release stuff drops in there. So you can see all the stuff as it gets published. Uh, people are posting their fitteds every day. People are posting links to fitteds when stuff is in stock or last ones and stuff like that. Same with the sneakers. But 
yeah, I, uh, I, this was fun, like fun and made me think about some things. I'll probably be texting y'all tomorrow with, with revisions to my answers, but <laughs> it's too late. It's on the books. It's on the wax. <laughs> Set in stone. For real. Um, well, before we, before we wrap, like, let's, uh, let's let everybody know how they can find you guys out there on social. Uh, I'll keep it short, quick, to the point. You can find me at Keith the Sneak, two Ks on the end, on all social media platforms. Maybe not all, but all the main ones. Sadate. Uh Smooth as eggs on everything. Also, I have another podcast called the Industry Special Podcast. It's available on all platforms. I also have a Patreon if you want to sprinkle a little dough. I don't post that much right now currently because I've been grinding. This is grind season for my type of work that I do. And um, but I'll be back soon, especially in the wintertime when it slows up and, uh, you know, sipping there or sipping a hot cocoa freezing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, appreciate all y'all. Yes, sir. Uh, you can follow me at Nick Engvall on all the platforms. And uh, more importantly, follow at Crown and Stitch all spelled out on every platform. Most every platform. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Hopefully you enjoy, hopefully you enjoyed this episode getting to know myself. And uh, make sure you check out the other episodes to get to know my guys, Keith and Dexter, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.